0: Good morning, afternoon, evening, and good night to you all. Welcome to the second episode of EasyBusy Politics Podcast. This time I would like to talk a bit about decentralization, democracy, and other drugs. Let's jump into discussion, have a comfy seat and keep your mind open. Alright, where do we begin? I think we should start over Indonesia's big bang of decentralizations that occurred in the context of significant political and economic transitions. It has increased the fiscal, administrative, and political autonomy of Indonesia's local governments. The dynamics of decentralizations were marked by the first democratic elections in 30 years, held in ninety nine, and second round of national and local elections five years later. The learning by doing process in democracy that Indonesia has experienced since uh, ninety eight has provided its own lessons, both positive and negative, especially regarding the representation's function, which is shown by the legislature. The impact of the implementation of the democratic system is a change in the Indonesian state administration. One of the most fundamental changes is the policy of decentralization and regional autonomy. Dissatisfaction with the centralization of power during the New Order era made the regions demand autonomy. Their assumption is. Uh, that a centralized system is considered only able to prosper the elite while a decentralized system is expected to be able to improve the quality of social economic and political life of the community the relationship between democracy and decentralization can be mutually reinforcing decentralization requires democracy as the main prerequisite for the implementation of responsive and accountable local power. Without democracy, decentralization is only oriented toward administrative order and fiscal fluency, which doesn't really pay attention to people's aspirations and local political order. Therefore, decentralization can continue without democracy. Democratisation does provide a solid foundation for decentralizations and regional autonomy arrangements, but not other way around. The facts show that political decentralization arrangements have not yet promoted the development of effective and well consolidated local democracy. Or perhaps most important, the starting point of democratizations and decentralizations in Indonesia was poor and declining levels of political accountability and service delivery rather than uh, the merely technocratic desire to improve governance and decentralization outcomes. While this starting point for decentralization is not internationally unique, the magnitude of the concurrent democratic transition and decentralization suggests that we can expect import lags in outcomes. Decentralization, in reality, is only a certain pragmatic necessity. The decentralization policy was implemented because some of the country's politicians believe decreasing their short-term power could increase their long-term popularity. And second, they are compelled to do so. In addition, the decision of uh, decentralization was associated with various forms of pressure, including pressure from international lenders such as uh, the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund or IMF while being useful in facilitating a Western-style capitalist market economy. <music> Professor Haryanto, my lecturer, in one of his articles explained about substantive democracy. In a substantive democracy, public concern become the main uh, in the policy-making process, where all citizens are guaranteed political equality and can take part in influencing policy. In other words, in a substantial democracy, the people play a real role in running political affairs. Substantive democracy requires the fulfillment of a structure and culture for democratic governance. Among them is, first, institutionalize of citizens' political participations. Second, effective control of parliament and critical power of civil society. Third, transparency in the policy process. And the last one is accountability to the people as the owner of sovereignty. And again, as we can see, The relationship between decentralization and substantive democracy in Indonesia is in some ways problematic. What we need now is how to institutionalize the political participation of citizens, the critical strength of civil society, transparency in the policy process, and accountability to the people. Okay, so, now we have arrived at the edge of the discussions. Why I named decentralization, democracy, and any other element as a drug? As we know, drugs is a series of chemicals that are prescribed at a certain dose. It only works when we take a precise dose, right? And as educated people, We must only trust the doctor to give the prescription or the receipt. This also applies in the socio-political context. By trusting political actors who have authority and legitimacy, we have a hope that this nation will recover with a series of policies such as the implementation of regional autonomy, direct regional head elections, or Bilgada and so on. However, in measuring this receipt or prescriptions, the political actors who have the authority cannot formulate policies carelessly. They should have enough capacity to make a receipt or prescription in order to heal and protect the patient, or uh, in this context, the nation.